welcome back to Getting to the Bottom of It. I'm your host, Sejal Govindarao. Today is a very special episode. I have our new co-host, Eddie Herzig, with me. Eddie, we're so excited to have you on the team. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very happy to be here. So we're going to be talking about college Democrats and college Republicans focus on more dialogue. Eddie, you were at the debate on Monday. What was it like? Yeah, so the two sides debated topics that are pretty hot on the docket right now. Inflation, education, crime, and immigration. While the actual substance of the debate was nothing necessarily surprising, both sides largely stuck to their party's key talking points. What was interesting was their agreement on the repealing of Title 42, which is a pandemic era policy that blocked most immigration over the southern border, citing public health concerns. Here's a clip from the debate. You'll hear Alex Hudipol give the opening statement for the Republicans and Sebastian Hartley for the Dems. Um, our stance is that we do support legal immigration. We always have, we always will. It is the stance of the Republican Party and it is the foundation of the American system is we are a country and a family of immigrants and we would like to keep it that way. And in fact, um, a Congresswoman Maria Salzer actually introduced the Dignity Act, um, which has allowed um, immigrants who have been in America illegally for 10 years to actually gain their citizenship because at that point they've been in here for the extent of time um, which she has deemed to be an adequate amount of time to be named a legal immigrant. So if we're looking at this, the alternatives, however, that the Biden administration has posed when lifting Article 42 are things like an ankle monitor and just being released from the border or bypassing the court system as a whole. Um, and, and these aren't really solid foundational means of crossing between country lines. So we do support the lifting of Title 42. And for those of you who haven't heard this terminology before, Title 42 was a rule enacted during the Trump administration that was used to deport 1.7 million asylum seekers without hearing their cases in the guise of what was called a public health measure over COVID. The issue with this argument is that even when it was first enacted, the CDC found, quote, no valid public health reason to issue it. Uh, first, there was, no, there was never a reason to enact it in the first place. It was snuck into it by Stephen Miller, even though the CDC said they didn't want to. And then earlier in the year, a collection of public health experts and epidemiologists publicly signed a letter saying, quote, it is a cruel and discriminatory policy that does nothing to safeguard public health. And what's really interesting, Eddie, is that this was the first time they allowed audience participation. How do you think that enhanced the dialogue across the aisle? Yeah, so for every one of the four topics they discussed, there were a few minutes at the end for the debaters to take audience questions. What was really important with this new format was the audience was a lot more engaged and we heard a widely diverse range of views. After the debate, I talked to Alex Hudipol, the outgoing director of political affairs for the GW College Republicans and one of the debaters. I think that it's hard to find like-minded individuals and events like this really show me that there are people that do agree with me. Yes, it shows me there are people that disagree with me, but there are always going to be people that disagree with you. Um, but just seeing like people that I barely know come out to support me and um, like the snaps, I love the snaps. So it just, it gives you a sense of community. Um, and it does create some, some level of bipartisanship, I think. Like uh, Mar Maria and PJ are um, great people that I've gotten to work with all year on the e-board. So, so it's just a good environment. And Alex wasn't the only one to like this new change. I spoke to PJ Johnson, the president of the college Dems, and he also talked about how he liked the new audience involvement. And you know, when I spoke to the moderators ahead of the debate, they said the debaters already knew the planned topics and questions to be able to prep their points. So audience questions really change up the flow and add some nuance that we're likely to see in the future. 
And talking about future events, I was also at the College Republicans elections the next night, where Ezra Myers was elected to be chairman for the next year, replacing senior Patrick Berland, who will be graduating in the spring. When I talked to Ezra after the debate, he said he's looking forward to hosting joint events with college Dems in the coming year. Both of the e-boards are about to switch over to next year's, but so we've always had a great relationship. College Republicans has always had a great relationship with college Democrats, uh, and yeah, that's going to continue in the future as long as as long as they're willing. We're, we love doing events with them and, and showing the student body that we can be uh, that, that we can be respectful, and then also on certain issues we're unified. Well, Eddie, I'm sure you agree. We look forward to covering the upcoming events. College Democrats elections are coming up on April 18th and 19th, so our listeners can stay tuned for that. Absolutely. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you next week.